Hi, this is Jonah Trebowasser, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And today, we're delighted to welcome our guests, Catherine Stickers, Marion Thompson, and Debbie Paskowski of Literacy Connections. So, Catherine, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Radio Rotary, and Marion, we're delighted to have you. Thank you. And Debbie, tell us, what is Literacy Connections? Literacy Connections is a nonprofit organization that help adults and children that are lacking in the ability to read, write, and reach their full potential. And Debbie, uh, is... is um is illiteracy still a problem in America here in the 21st century? Do we still have a problem with people who cannot read and write? It's much greater than most people think. Is that right? Yes, it is. Um, approximately 14% of Americans read below a third grade level at this point in time. Now, uh, I remember years ago there was a great movie uh, with um, the fellow that used to play McLeod on TV. And I've gotten his name. It'll come back to me later. Everybody at home, write a postcard to this radio station. Remind me who played McLeod. Was it Dennis Hopper? Thank yeah. you. No, no, no. Dennis Weaver. Dennis, Dennis Weaver. Weaver. Thank you go. very there much, Marion. So, <laughs> and he was illiterate. And they showed how he would, you know, um, try and get around things. By, for example, if he went out to a restaurant, they put a menu in front of him. He couldn't read it. And he would say, uh, well, what are you going to have? And then somebody said, well, I'm going to have that. Yeah, I'll have the same thing. That sounds good. And he would make little diagrams. He was working in a lumberyard, and he, he hid it very well. Is that something that still happens, Catherine, that people can hide that so well? Oh, absolutely. Um, if you have to fill out a form, for instance, and you, you can't read, you might say, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot my glasses. Could you yeah, help me with right. this? Um, <laughs> people are very good at hiding it because it isn't something that people are proud of, not, have, not knowing how to read. And Marion, what got you interested in helping uh, people to read and write? I started out as a volunteer, as a volunteer tutor, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just fell in love with working with Literacy, literacy Connections. It, it's, it spoke to my heart, and it spoke to my, uh, the skills that I enjoyed and, and that I appreciated. I appreciated being able to read. And, uh, and uh, also I helped people who needed to learn to speak English. And uh, one of the things I wanted to mention when Catherine was speaking about, uh, about people hiding the fact that they're illiterate is that it's nothing to be ashamed of because right. most of our students who have problems with reading have some kind of learning difference, which is genetic, not, to, not something that we can help. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean they don't have a, a good IQ, a healthy IQ. So, uh, for example, uh, I, I have a brother who, when he looks at things, they, they scramble around. And um, he, he had to have, go to special classes when he was a boy uh, to, to help with reading. And I had a, a Boy Scout in my Boy Scout troop who also had, was reading uh, deficient. And all the other boys you know, would help him out. Um, so what is it that Literacy Connection does, uh, specifically, uh, Debbie Paskowski, to uh, help people uh, better their reading scores? We have um, volunteers that come in. They meet with the adults each week. We also have volunteers that go to schools. The volunteers sit with these individuals and help them, you know, to phonetically learn words, to better their skills with trying to do the GED. Yes, the GD, GD. General Equivalency Diploma. Yes, and they also help with English as a second language. They do it on a one-on-one basis or in a group setting. 
Now, uh, Marion, uh, besides uh, that, those great services, um, is there anything online that you folks have? Do you have a website? We do. We have a very good website, literacyconnections.org. I mean, right. you know, www.literacyconnections.org. That's right. Is that dot org? Yep. Yeah. All right, and folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll have our great <laughs> guests repeat that in the next portion of the show. So uh, you have English as a second language. That's understandable. So somebody may be uh, fluent and literate in their own language but have a little difficulty with English. But I want to get back to the people who were uh, born and raised here but because of a learning disability um, uh, or so for some other reason just aren't reading up to skills. And, uh, Catherine, how do we help those folks? Um, well, I wanted to point out that sometimes uh, there isn't a learning disability in, in play. It's just that when children are learning to read, there's that critical time between kindergarten and third grade when they're, when they're learning to read. And then by third grade, they have to transition to reading to learn. Um, but there are all kinds of reasons why a child might not be reading at grade level um, from in that in those early years. Maybe they're sick a lot and they're absent during those times, or they just they just need a little more time to catch on. And and so if they aren't learning to read by third grade, then they kind of get left behind. And how how important is it uh, for parents and grandparents to read to little ones? Oh, it's critical. It's so important, and it's it's. Um, it's understanding how to interact with a book. You know, you turn the pages, you look at the pictures, you you think about what might happen next. And, and then they start to recognize the words themselves. Exactly. Or they they memorize the story because, I don't know, if you have kids and grandkids, uh, my son always wanted the same book to be read over and over oh, yeah. and over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my grandson is a big favorite, favorite of Grover. I mean, I've done oh, the Grover, Grover book about yes. 195 times. Uh, yes, yes. And I'm sure that... Your grandkid can read the book right to you, even if um, my son could read books to me, even though he couldn't actually read. He would turn the pages and say the words. Because he's memorized exactly. it. He's memorized it, and then he can make that connection between the printed words on the page and the spoken words. Marion Thompson, how big a problem is it that everyone's got their nose in the screens today and they let the little ones uh, play with the cell phones and the laptops and the tablets and all that stuff well i have read a lot about the about the influence for instance of television on young children and it's really not good for the brain and i think it's it's similar with other technology too and the, and I, the main reason is because your brain needs to process and if you are, are bombarded with information too quickly your brain shuts down it doesn't it's not keeping up and so you're 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 actually become your your brain's kind of shuts shuts down shuts off really and you it's it's very detrimental especially television is very bad for little for very young children because they they need to touch and they need to slowly learn they need to they need to take in you know sesame street was a wonderful example of a program that's that allowed children time to process i know my kids were raised on sesame street and uh Shining Time Station. I, of course, was raised on radio. <laughs> the Lone Ranger, the Shadow, all that good stuff. I think Captain Kangaroo was uh, toward the tail end of my childhood. Um, so our guests on Radio Rotary are from Literacy Connections, Catherine Stickers, Marion Thompson, and Debbie Paskowski, and they're wonderful people devoting themselves to making sure that people can read uh, at uh, appropriate grade level. You know, I always talk about, you know, a grade level. Uh, you know, like my son that was reading at a grade level three or four years above his head. How is that determined, uh, Debbie Paskowski, the grade level situation? Marion Thompson, people talk about reading at grade level. What exactly does that mean? Because, like, my son was always reading grade levels four years above his, his station. But how is that determined? Well, it's, 
It's a testing process, and we use various tests. We actually do something called a locator first to determine what level test to give the students so that we're not giving a test that's way above their ability or way below their ability. So the locator determines where they should be on an easy, a medium, or, or a difficult test. And we're going to find out more about that right after these commercial messages. Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank, Absolute Auction and Realty, and by the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Clarkson, Sunrise, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Drive Village, Kingston, Liberty, Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. We'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important words. Together, we build schools out of abandoned buildings. Together, we bring food to hungry children in need. Together, we see solutions instead of problems. We are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, community leaders in your neighborhood and around the globe, brought together to do one thing, make more good happen. Connect with us at rotary.org. Together, we are Rotary, and we are people of action. Hi, I'm Rotarian Susan Simon of Third Eye Associates. Rotarians devote themselves to caring for others. Sometimes we forget to care for ourselves, especially when it comes to planning for our future. At Third Eye Associates, we provide fee-only financial life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. ThirdEyeAssociates.com for more information or call us at 845-752-2216. That's 845 845- This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America and the Mark Agency. MHA is merging with the Mark Agency, so whether you struggle with addiction or your mental wellness, we can be your first stop. MHA and Mark, where anyone can get access to the full spectrum of mental health and addiction services without having to jump through unnecessary hoops. MHA of Duchess and the Mark Agency. Contact us at 473-2500 or check us out on the web at mhaduchess.org. You are not alone. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Treboss. I'm my regular co-host, Sarah O'Connell, is away today. But I have the thrill and pleasure of having three fabulous guests from Literacy Connections. Catherine Stickers. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Marian Thompson. Hi, Marian. Hello. And Debbie Paskowski. Hi, Debbie. How are you? Terrific. So we're talking about Literacy Connections. And for those who may have joined us late, uh, Catherine, tell us again, what is Literacy Connections? We are a an organization, a nonprofit that provides adult and family literacy services in a four-county area, Duchess, Columbia, Green, and Orange. So if you win the sound of my voice and you know somebody who needs some help uh, with reading and writing skills or English as a second language, these are the folks to talk about and talk to. So, um, uh, Catherine, let's talk about uh, volunteers. uh, you, You three folks are all volunteers, right? Uh, we no. have been in the past. <laughs> we, oh. Well, I still am, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a volunteer and I'm on the staff. Oh, terrific. Both. So uh, if people want to volunteer to help, uh, especially uh, you know people who are retired and want to help young, young children learn to read, uh, what kind of jobs do we have, Catherine, for volunteers? Oh, uh, we have some great jobs for volunteers. Uh, if they want to work with, tu- with adults, they can become tutors for uh, English as a Second Language or for basic readers. Uh, if they want to work with children, they can be a book buddy and read with children during the school day inside an elementary school. And if they want to do other things, we have some special events coming up and we have 
fundraising that we always need help with. So there are a number of different things volunteers can do. Now let's talk about some of those special events, Marion. I know you have a spelling bee coming up, uh, the Literacy Connections 28th Annual Community Spelling Bee on Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019, 8.30 to 12.30 p.m. at Marist College. So tell us about that. The spelling bee is so much fun. We mm-hmm. really, we, a lot of the same people come back every year because they know it's a lot of fun. It's actually a spelling bee for adults, and the youngest people who tend to be there are our high school students. Right. So we have high school competing against one another. And then we have people from the community like you and Rotary. We have uh-huh. had Rotary. In fact, we've got a number of Rotaries who participate in the bee, and they sponsor a team. So your own Rotary could sponsor a team. In fact, you may have already, I think. Well, uh, I'll tell you this. I won't be on the team because my spelling is atrocious. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can say atrocious, but I can't spell it. <laughs> that's why we have two people, because I have actually spelled with my with my husband, who's dyslexic. Uh-huh. So we, My brother was dyslexic. We talked about right? it in the first yeah. part of, this, of the uh, program. That's why sure. he had to be in special learning classes. Yeah. Yes, go Absolutely. ahead. I'm sorry. So you can still be a speller, in other words, if you sit with someone who knows how to spell. Oh, very good. They can <laughs> it, whisper in my ear. It, it, exactly. <laughs> it, you, you, it actually helps to be able to run the word by somebody mm-hmm. when you spell, because oral spelling is harder than spelling on, on paper. And is there a, um, a uh, donation or a fee to enter the spelling bee? If you want to sponsor a team, there is. But as a, as a speller, there is no charge. And uh, is there more information on the website? Absolutely. There's a whole section on the spelling bee on the on the website. Or you can call our office also. All right. So it's Literary Connections 28th Annual Community Spelling Bee Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019 from 830 to 1230 at the Marist College Student Center on North Road in Poughkeepsie. And for more information, contact these wonderful people at literacyconnections.org slash spelling dash B. That's literacyconnections.org backslash spelling dash B and B is B E E. All right. Like the thing that buzzes around. And, um, are there uh, prizes and t-shirts and good stuff like that? Well, when everybody comes, each speller receives a goodie bag and this year's bag happens to be a promotional bag for us. And then members in the community give us donations. Um, we, each team that spells the top 10 teams, they go to a final round. The final spellers for the adult and the um, students wind up with a, a gift certificate to usually Barnes & Noble, and the high school team winds up with a trophy. Well, this sounds like it's too good to pass up, so be sure to be there. <laughs> Literacy Connections, 28th Annual Community Spelling Bee, Tuesday, April 2nd, 830 to 1230 at the Marist College Student Center. For more information, Literacy Connections, as if it was one word, dot org, backslash spellings, B, or... And folks, I'll get a pencil and paper. We'll be sure to repeat that in the third portion of the show. So, Catherine Stickers, let's talk a little bit about book buddies. Sure. Um, I know some libraries where they bring in a uh, therapy dog and the kids get to read the books. To the dogs. To the dogs, yes. Yeah. I've heard about that. It's a wonderful um, way to reduce the stress. Sometimes if children are, um, they don't feel confident in their reading skills, it's right. easier to read to a dog because the dog is going to love them no matter what. Right. But you're looking for um, volunteers to come into the schools and read to little ones. What age ranges are, are the children that are being read to? They're generally kindergarten through third grade. Um, in kindergarten and first grade, we have volunteers come into the classroom and 
um, do activities, reading activities with small groups of children. Um, and in first, second, third grade, um, we have a few older kids as well. Um, the volunteers work one-on-one -on -one with a child for about half an hour, 40 minutes, um, reading one-on-one. -on -one. And it makes such a difference to the child to know that there is an adult in the community who is, you know, doesn't know them. It's not their teacher. It's not their parent or a relative, but who finds reading so important that they would come in and give their time to read with that child to help that child become somebody who loves to read. Well, that's fabulous. Marian Thompson, tell me a little bit about what causes uh, reading deficiencies. Um, is it always something medical? Is it just they weren't read books as a child? It's really about perception. It's about perception. There are people who see the letters bouncing around. They don't see the letters as flat. These are people who have a very, sometimes their vision is actually ultra three-dimensional. They're, they're mm -hmm. amazingly good at seeing depth of, they have a wonderful depth of perception, but they have trouble with two dimensions. And so they have trouble seeing the letters. Some people see the letters like they're in a long tunnel or like a long road going going off. There are all different ways for, for people to perceive the, the, t the code, we call it the code, of letters. Letters have sounds, but they don't, they don't see uh, a piece of text the same way as we do. I spoke to you about a Boy Scout that was in my Boy Scout troop who, if you talk to him, uh, orally would tell you, you know, would be able to do, you know, pitch a tent, do anything other any other Boy Scout would do, but to put a book in front of him, he just couldn't hack it until he went to the Kildonan School and they, they brought him up to, to speed. School, yeah. A wonderful school here in Dutchess County and the Dutchess and the Hudson Valley area Absolutely. for help. Um, the, the way they do that yeah. is they, they speak to those those special, the, 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 the dimensions, the extra dimensions, using uh, the tactile, the sensory, the eyes, the ears, using all your senses at once to learn. Because there are some people who visual their visual sense is not their best sense. Maybe their hearing and their touch. In fact, the three the kinetic sense is probably what works best to help people who have learning differences. And can any of you point to like a, a miracle situation where somebody really was illiterate and you folks were able to help them bring them right up to speed even at an age of thirty or forty or fifty? Well, I'll give you a very good example. Uh, you know what? Hold that example. Okay. We're going to keep everybody in suspense, and we'll find out about it right after these important messages. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess, Orange, and Ulster counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your local bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. 
Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to aarauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Treeblosser. My guests from Literacy Connections are Catherine Stickers. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Marianne Thompson. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Jonah. And Debbie Puskowski of Literacy Connections. Hi, Debbie. Hi, how are you? So, Marianne, before the break, we had a cliffhanger. We were talking about um, uh, adults uh, with uh, reading problems and uh, any miracles that you've seen personally in bringing someone who was basically unable to read and write or read, was reading and writing at a, at a preschool level up mm-hmm. to up to par. So tell us about that. Well, it was part miracle, part hard work yeah. on on the part of both both the tutor and the student. But we had a guy named Roger who came to us, and he had broken his back. He had wow. he had always done manual labor, mm-hmm. mostly he'd been caretakers in apartments. He was a fix it man. He could fix anything. And so he worked for an apartment and he apartment complex. He broke his back moving a refrigerator, tried to move it by himself on an icy day. And he all of a sudden couldn't do the kind of work that he had been doing most of his life. He was in his 30s at that time. And he came to us, so I, I matched him with a, a tutor named Roger from IBM. And Roger uh, was a was a programmer and a, and a tech whiz. And he got he got uh, Randy interested in doing everything on the computer, and that made it a lot easier for Randy because he had trouble with the writing. The writing was hard for him, but he loved the keyboard. So they started working together, and Roger invented programs and used all his buddies at IBM, and they would come up with ideas of how to help Randy. Terrific. And Randy worked very hard. He was, uh, he was very ambitious. He, he always wanted homework. He wanted, to, he wanted to get somewhere. Up to that point, he had never even known how to send a birthday card or a Mother's Day card to his mother or his girlfriend. After working with Roger for about a year, he was finally able to address an envelope, send a greeting card, and he started to learn how to write checks and deal with his... he, he liked to work. At, at what age was this? He was in his 30s at wow. that point. Yeah. And, uh, he, but he was such a good, he was a brilliant mechanic, absolutely brilliant mechanic. And, what, and the other way he made money was to fix up Subarus and resell them. Is that right? He'd get one, a Subaru that needed, he just, it just needed tweaking. And he was one of those guys who could just listen to the engine and know what was wrong and fix that car. And then he would resell it for more. So uh, between between uh, Roger's brilliant uh, ideas that he that he got from uh, working at IBM and talking to his colleagues and you know they and Randy's hard work uh, he he made amazing progress amazing progress he, he didn't get to the point of getting a GED but he learned how to handle his business he had, he had been doing everything in cash. At, you know, as much as possible, right. and now he could write checks and actually handle a business and and uh, it, 
keep you know pay his taxes and be a good citizen and and feel productive well you can be proud of that tremendous Very success yes. and uh, folks at home that want to know more about literacy uh, connections uh, Catherine Stickers, what's the website? The website is literacyconnections.org. And uh, upcoming is your Community Spelling Bee, the 28th Annual Community Spelling Bee, Tuesday, April 2nd, 830 to 1230 at Marist College uh, Student Center. And uh, more information about that is at 845-452-8670. And uh, tell us, uh, Debbie Paskowski, about the Community Spelling Bee. Um, uh, for those who may have tuned in late, what kind of teams are we looking at? Old, young, middle-aged, what? <laughs> we're looking for high school spellers, and we're also looking for adult spellers. It's only about four hours of your time. It's a fun event. You spell in 10 rounds, and the top 10 teams usually go to the finals. They have a, a final spelling, and the top winners receive a little gift card from us. And it's a great day. And do you have categories like, I could spell dog, D-O-G, cat, C-A-T. I can't spell <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, but being a radio professional, I could say it. Uh-huh. But do you, uh, you have uh, categories like tough, medium, hard, or are you going to no, wipe me out in the first round? <laughs> no, there is no wipe out. You do the full <laughs> 10 rounds. Oh, great. And based on the top scores from the 10 rounds is how we come up with our finals. So, Catherine, uh, what got you involved in uh, uh, literacy uh, connections? I started as a volunteer with Book Buddies. Um, Remind people what Book Buddies is. Book Buddies is a a program in elementary schools that matches up adult tutors, or sorry, not tutors, but adult volunteers with uh, children in elementary schools who um, may be struggling to learn to read at grade level. Students are uh, kindergarten through third grade, and they get matched up with an adult volunteer from the community, and they read together during the school day. So it's a it's a really nice program because it doesn't mean it uh, doesn't require parents to do extra transportation for children if they're doing it after school. It's right in the school. Um, during the school day. And you read for about half an hour with a child. You might read to the child. You might have the child read to you. You might do some reading games. So I had I had two third grade book buddy. Uh, I was a book buddy to two third graders um, when my son was a third grader. And so it was fun to uh, to read with other kids that were that were his same age. And Marion, are they still using the Dick and Jane books? No. When, when I in went fact, to school. I, I've been very, I, we, we had Dick and Jane. We had David and Anne if you were Catholic. Oh, no, no. I I had Dick and Jane, but they were on stone tablets in my day. (laughs) So I I presume that they've modernized that a bit. Actually, I'm very impressed with the school. I'm working in Clinton School, and Mm -hmm. the the books that the kids are reading are very multicultural. They're learning about Japan. They're learning about uh, Saudi Arabia. They're learning about all kinds of um, cultural differences, which is uh, healthy. It's wonderful. So in addition to uh, volunteers, what other kind of help do you need uh Debbie Paskowski, um, you know, as far as uh, supporting this great program, Literacy Connections. Well, for our spelling bee, we'd like to have some sponsors. If anybody is willing to sponsor, we have four different levels that you can sponsor. We also look for people for, if we have special events at our website. You can see where you can volunteer, and also on volunteer dot um, volunteermatch.com, we look for um, special event volunteers. And uh, tell us, Marion, how much fun it is to be a, a Literacy Connection volunteer, how you can watch these children's eyes opens up to the wonder, wonders of books. In, in fact, it's my excitement with what they're reading that gets them more interested in their reading. I say, oh, I didn't know that. And I, I do indeed learn things from their little third grade books. I'm learning about, <laughs> really? about Japan. I'm learning about samurais, that, some things I didn't know from watching <laughs> 
movies about samurais. And uh, and interesting, I, I explained to them about uh, camels, for instance. They're 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 reading a book right now that and they're they're going across the desert on camels. And I they didn't know that the hump, that the camel could hold so much water in their hump. That's terrific. So it's 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 fun to share their knowledge with me and mine with them. Catherine Sticker, invite everybody to the uh, community spelling bee in the thirty seconds we have left. <laughs> oh, we would love to see you at our community spelling bee. That's the twenty eighth annual. It's on Tuesday. April 2nd from 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Spellers get a nice continental breakfast. Um, We're looking for high school students and adults of all ages. Catherine Stickers, Marion Thompson, and Debbie Paskowski of Literacy Connections, thank you for everything you're doing to bring reading to the masses, and thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much. And our thanks also to Third Eye Associates, Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Center, Norman Staffing, Poughkeepsie Nissan, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Walkill East, Wappinger's Falls, and Warwick Valley. For the entire Radio Rotary team, including my co-host Sarah O'Connell will be back with us next week our producer Kathy Kruger and the Wizard of the Buttons our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary and don't forget our website RadioRotary.org Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111, 338-9111, or normanstaffing.com. This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America of Dutchess County and the Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, the Mark Agency. Are you a veteran or a family member of a veteran? Is life a struggle at times? Do you feel lost or alone? Let our MHA veterans help you. Contact Adam Roach at 473-2500. He and his team will do anything they can to assist you. MHA of Dutchess, the leader in helping our heroes and their families. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you.